Seventh floor, New Directions Department. Did you really know what you wanted to be when you grew up, even years after you'd ostensibly grown up? It can take a while. Life changes, new opportunities, we don't know what's coming. The page turns from one day to the next, and with luck, we get closer to what we want, or at least discover before it's too late that, okay, this isn't it. Must be time for a pivot. I'm Jeff Hoyt. This is Hoytus Interruptus. I kind of hate that the word pivot has become such a corporate buzzword. There's power in the act of planting your foot in the ground and pushing off in a new direction. We do it so many times in our lives, and sometimes those pivot points change our lives. When I think about where I wound up, I like to remember those moments when I was face-to-face with the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz, standing at the proverbial crossroads. I could go this way or that way. This is the story of how two people steered me toward one thing and away from another, and how my life changed because of them. They were Mrs. Palmer and the Good Doctor. And it was their less-than-subtle course corrections that just kind of helped set me on my way. Judy Palmer was my journalism teacher in high school. She wasn't a hell of a lot older than me, but she was super supportive, knew good writing when she saw it, and went out of her way to nurture and call out what she thought I could do. At the time, and I can't believe I was ever serious about this, I thought I wanted to be an oceanographer. I don't know, maybe I watched one too many Jacques Cousteau specials. But I got good grades in math and science and harbored romantic fantasies of making discoveries at sea. If you know me, you're already laughing. Please stop. But I could also write with a degree of creative flair, and Mrs. Palmer saw that in me and felt very strongly that this was the true path for me. Every article or column I submitted for the school paper came back with an encouraging message scribbled on it. You're a writer, she would tell me. You can use that. So my left brain applied to a top oceanography program, and my right brain applied to one of the best journalism and broadcasting schools in the country. I figured I'd go with whichever one took a flyer on me. To complicate matters, I got accepted to both. I was at my pivot point. And thank goodness Mrs. Palmer's nudge prevailed, especially knowing what I know now about my true proficiency in math and science. Within a year, I was writing radio documentaries, comedy sketches, and commercials for my college station, and having the time of my life as a rock and roll radio DJ, with all of my creative skills turned loose and fully engaged. After graduation, I harbored hopes, like so many of us, that I could use those skills to clamber my way up the radio ladder, from one market to the next biggest and the next biggest after that, until who knows, maybe one day I'd land at one of the big three. Chicago, New York, or L.A. The first official rung on that ladder coming out of college was a morning radio job in Little Rock, Arkansas. But who knew that this was where I would also have the opportunity to travel into the future? My Doctor Who was Dr. Brock, who called himself the Good Doctor on the air. I had worshipped him in college. His high-energy shtick took him to Chicago. It took him to New York. Now, Grady Brock was a grizzled veteran at the ripe old age of... 
I don't know, he was 33 maybe? But somehow he landed at my radio station to do an afternoon show. As it turns out, though, he had actually come back from the future to give me an unvarnished glimpse into the life of an ambitious DJ. He was always honest with me. He told me that moving on to the next job in the next market was not always going to be my idea. I learned what it was like to be hired and fired by radio stations across the land. It was a window into a very common and at that time very possible and yet suddenly not so appealing future. This business can chew you up and spit you out, kid, he told me between cigarettes. A year later, my station informed me that they were going in a different direction and I was out of a job. Within days, I had an offer to do a midday show in a larger city, St. Louis, next rung up the ladder. Hmm. Pivot point time. Do I stay on the DJ carousel, or step off and see where else my creative skills could take me? I stepped off, thank you, Dr. Brock, spent a couple years in sales, sharpened my writing chops, and then my best friend and I opened a recording studio, writing, producing, and voicing humorous radio ad campaigns. Success soon followed, and one door after another opened to me, eventually landing me here in the Pacific Northwest, a place that felt like home as soon as we got here. None of this would have happened without Mrs. Palmer and the good doctor. Years later, I wrote to thank them both for what they'd done for me, and I'm here to say that if you have people who helped you at your pivot points, find them if you can. If they're still around, tell them what they meant to you. I still have the letter Mrs. Palmer wrote back to me. She said, It is a teacher's dream to have a former student tell them that they have made a positive impact on their lives. Judy Palmer taught another 37 years after I passed through her orbit. Dr. Brock's reply was more, well, him. A year or two before those cigarettes finally caught up to him, I thanked him for steering me right, and he wrote back, Awesome! You made my fucking day! From an island in the upper left-hand corner of the lower 48. That's Hoytus Interruptus. I'm Jeff Hoyt.